Today is September 2nd. The Yankees just lost a series to the Rays. There was some drama, there was some suspensions, and there was some brutal at-bats. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. My name's Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the dish, we got producer BBD. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios here in the Bronx. The Yankees lose two out of three to the Rays. They lose the bookend games, win the middle game, suspensions, benches clearing, a lot going on. But first and most importantly, Jake, in the realm of your life, how are you? Ooh. In the realm of my life, I'm all right. I mean, I've turned 30. My body's starting to give out on me in different ways now, which isn't exciting. I think I'm going bald. I don't recover from workouts at all. I don't recover from drinking at all. Um, you know, we're doing fun things as a company. Um, mm-hmm. okay. You know, the COVID thing, I was hoping when I moved back east, I'd get closer with my family, but the COVID stuff's gotten in the way of that, so that's been uh, a little tough. That's tough. But, um... I don't know. I'm generally well. Um, I guess bringing it back to some of this Yankee stuff. I'm going to do some glass half full stuff today. You guys know that. Um, obviously, times aren't great. The Rays whooped on us. Uh, half of our lineup is a joke. They made us look bad baseball-wise and attitude-wise. Little baby bro came and they, they brought us. the heat. Yanks got punked. Yanks got punked. Um, now, I don't agree with a lot of what happened. Sure. Raise-wise. But I think if any Yankee fan steps back. Oh, yeah. From a third party and views what happened. If the Dodgers did this to the Padres. Uh, the Padres did, did this, this to, to the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. You'd say, whoa, Padres just punked the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's all right. Um, I think I've got a couple spins. Um, I'll I'll try to leak them in. The first one is we're done playing the race. Um, so that's kind of good for the rest of this regular season. The other thing that I'll I'll sprinkle in now is hey, against teams that aren't the Rays, we are eighteen and seven. I know. That can be seen as a negative thing, but for the rest of the regular season, we're not playing them. Kind of the only good team we play, so that's definitely a negative thing for me. The, I mean, the I, other am the, I am is, the king of harping on record against teams above 500, so I cannot spin that as a positive. Right, but there's no other teams, Jim. I mean, we played the Braves, we split with them. I mean, the rest of the way, it's all going to be about fine-tuning things and getting it right. And the the ultimate spin zone at the end of this is... If we do run into the Rays in the playoffs, whether that's round one, two, or three, I mean, you say, hey, <laughs> we can make that that two and eight record go away real quick if you win the series. Yeah. So that's the ultimate spin. But yeah, I mean, they um, 
Yanks are six and we eleven against, or they're six and twelve against winning teams. And eight of those are eight of those losses are the Rays. Yeah. So there's four other out there. Yeah. <sighs> Not great. Not great. The yeah, bats, the lineup, like they're. It is still not the Yankees. Right. Mercer started game one. He's gone. I know, but he started game one that right. we lost. I think that adds to it. I was adding to your point. Oh, you were saying it's good. <laughs> the yeah. fact that our starting shortstop yeah. was on the team and Wade, now gone. Wade and Gardy cannot be getting everyday starts. Like, I, yeah. Glaber needs to come back and spell Wade, and then that needs to move. I mean, we can get into this as we yeah. go with the episode, but... They need to change it up, and, and if Glaber was running. Yeah, Glaber looked athletic in the clip Yes Network showed. He's going to he's at the alternate site. Um, hopefully we'll see him by end of the weekend, start of next week. BBD, are there notes? Susan seemed to think today that he's back Friday for Baltimore. We'll she see. didn't say Friday, but she said definitely sometime in Baltimore. The fact that that's on the horizon, because there was a couple – I think a week ago or two weeks ago, we there was a chance that Glaber had the most significant injury. So that's on the horizon. It's been three or four days since the Stanton update, which always makes you nervous, but in theory, he's supposed to be in line for next week. So, I mean, it, and that's where all of this comes back to. Uh, everything we're building up to the three-game playoff series or the playoffs in general, you know, if you <laughs> slide, slide Stanton into the DH spot and you bench Guardi or Talkman. And then you slide Glaber into shortstop. <laughs> like it's a whole different baseball team. So as long and, as Glaber's good, and that's as long as Glaber's good. He wasn't really. And that's uh, and that's not even mentioning the Judge guy. That hopefully we're two weeks from him too, and he changes the whole composition of the team. So uh, that's why I wanted you to play the music. I mean, it stunk, but the Rays are gone. The we rest, compromised. I played it low. We Do you think a lot of low. people raise their like audio? Like what the hell? Yeah, going did on? something happen? What? Uh. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the rest of the season is building up to make the Yankees the best as they can be to make the postseason. Um, you know, the the Blue Jays are next on the horizon. I'm remembering now we did our preseason show and we were talking about teams we played, and it was like, uh, Rays, you know, you just want to go 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Braves, you want to split with them. And, you know, then you get into the teeth of the season and you see what things actually look like. So, the Blue Jays are going to be coming up on the horizon. I don't; they're not the next series, but we're going to be playing them a lot in this final month. And um, I mean, that would be the that would be the raise the caution flag. If the Blue Jays do mean stuff against us, then it's like holy smokes. Because hopefully we're, we're full strength yeah. by then. Uh, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, there's there are some positives that came out of this series. Uh, there's also a lot of negatives too. So. Four ga- four days. We play the Blue Jays on Monday, so Glaber will be back. Won't be full strength, but that's the first one. Then Baltimore again. I mean, the rest of the schedule. If anyone's interested, one against the Mets, four against the Orioles, three against Toronto, four against Baltimore, three against Toronto, three against Boston, four against Toronto, and then the Marlins. And again, it's it's getting another bat going. If uh, you know the Orioles are falling out pretty hard, they traded away at the deadline. If they could get. You know, a Hicks or a Talkman or a Guardy or someone going, and Glaber comes back. I mean, you know, the lineup starts to look a little better because, Jim, another quick spin zone for everyone. I got you guys. 
we got destroyed in the two games we lost this series, but we still had the tying run slash winning run up to the plate. Not not today. Today was a tying run. But the fact that that was attainable, that it, Luke Voigt was up, <laughs> like, with a chance to tie the game. So that's that's insane. And when you factor that into with how many un non-competitive at-bats are in the Yankee lineup right now. Talkman looks awful. His past 12 games are disastrous. Guardy. Yeah. Nothing. I have um, a quick question for you. Gary, outside of the Grand Slam. Which I warned people that didn't mean anything. Wait. Bad, bad, bad guy. That guy I mean, DFA'd already. the fact that we have a swing at these games, giving away half of our bats is almost... Yeah, it's a nice turns. spin zone. I got him, baby. Is there are there two baseball reporters named Bob Nightingale? I think he's got a kid. This is this his son? This is yes. Bobby Nightingale Jr. That's yes. that's this guy's son? I've assumed that. I can't confirm, just, but they look like different a guy that does baseball look, stuff that goes by Bobby Nightingale Jr. I have made that assumption. Yeah. They kid. don't look like they could be father son. Tough. Yeah. Now right, you want to burn game 1? I guess so. Do we need to do Parthenon or anything like that? We're oh, good. No, I don't have it. If you are a Patreon, we thank you. We got we got a bunch of people live in the YouTube right now. You guys are sick puppies with us, and we appreciate you. Um, and thank you. And thank you. Thank you. I'm going to take a sniff of this. Look, take a sniff yeah, before you burn. smelling salt. Smelling burn. salt sniff before you burn. I'll do one as I listen. You did a lot. I did a lot. Okay, here we go. On your mark. Get set and burn, Jakey Burn. Tyler Glass now versus Garrett Cole for the third time this season. Yanks won the first, Rays won the second, and in the rubber match, G Man left the Yankees with no choice. Two run homer in the first. He is Garrett Cole's daddy, and he's too sexy as he does it. How about all-world defender Kevin Kiermeyer into the second deck? We turn it down, killing me. RBI singles by Choi and Manny makes everyone want to Margot home. Cole, five innings pitch, eight hits, four earned runs, four walks. Stinky. But the, the Yanks show a little fight slash the Rays try to steal some outs. It's okay, don't be alarmed, come in to me. There's no distance in between our love. Urshela, Ella, Ella, A. Homer, followed by the Luke Voigt experience coming to a city near you. Two-run Yacker, 5-3. The Yanks have a chance, but do they really? Yanks lose, 5-3 final. They lost, huh? What deep track umbrella lyrics there. They lost, yes. I think a uh, solution could be if we just turn Jake's headphones down a little bit. A little bit. I don't know if, it's, you know, if I'm loud enough over the music, whatever. It's all yeah, good. I can hear you. It's burning okay. your butt off. Uh, you just don't like hear. Uh, this game was bad because Cole gave up the home run to G-Man Choi and then Kiermaier. Literally, a, us, anybody that talks Yanks was saying how big of a start this was for Cole and then to get G-Man in the first... I mean, that was devastating. And then to get Kiermaier in the second was equally second deck. 
uh, Kiermaier matching his home run total from the season um, One in, in this game And then yeah, again, like this this game felt like it had nothing We go Garrett Cole to Nick Nelson to Miguel Miggy Yahoo Yajuri for three innings He ends up pitching three innings of shutout ball The Rays did try to steal some outs Glass now had the no-hitter going for a while um, And they went to Garcia Who, you know, isn't some of the top brass in their pen Yanks get their runs off of him They go Fairbanks and Castillo And the Yankees don't get their runs off of them So, um, you know, again The tying run came to the dish in the ninth Which was exciting But it never seemed super exciting It was Hicks, infield single uh, and then Gardy struck out LeMahieu grounds out to the pitcher So yeah man I mean this was this was built up for Garrett And he uh, he did not have it No and his post game interview Which I have if we want to listen to it sure. He sounds like A guy Searching For so many answers Yeah um, You're right I mean the home runs the, the doubles it's just you know Whenever I'm over the plate uh, the, the hitter's very certain of what's coming and, and whether that's an approach or, you know, you know, trying to get an edge ver- with, with a tip or, or whether it's just, you know, it's a good swing on a good pitch and maybe some bad luck, maybe a combination of all three. I haven't really put my thumb on it, but I'm certainly aware of it and certainly trying to get ahead of it. And just to make sure you, you don't think you're tipping anything, are you? I think, I think we all pretty much, I think we all pretty much tip pretty much every game when one way or gotcha. another. So, yeah. um, you know, guys, you know, but I mean, James, how many pitches a game? I don't know. You know, some, some games it may be, some game maybe, you know, the other team has an edge four, five, six, seven pitches. Some days it might be more, you know, there, some hitters look for it. Some hitters don't. I mean, it, there's, I think the point is there's, there's, there's several different factors that are contributing to the certainty with which guys are getting their swings off in certain counts. Uh, and so, yeah, we're, we're, I'm looking to address that. To me, I think he thinks he's tipping or he thinks they know what's coming because, you know, kind of the stats we said on with, with Katie Sharp on Sharp Stats was like his fastball is just getting jumped. Yeah. And Kiermaier, and Kiermaier jumped a fastball. Choi jumped a slider, which was bad. So, um, But he was bad. I mean, he was kind of missing spots. His slider didn't really have a lot of break anyway. It was just kind of a 80-mile-per-hour tight spinner. Not... Who you pay him to be And I know that sounds Crazy Because I'm not saying it was a bad contract But That's a game where you need your ace to be an ace And he, he, he wasn't So you know it, yeah. Obviously it's just a couple games And His ERA was the same it is now Last year when he had an amazing season So he could get going All the seasons before don't follow that trend It's not like Mark right. Teixeira where it's like He's a slow starter traditionally Yeah. So I don't know Very disappointing very frustrating outing from Cole. The the home runs are concerning more so again, and again you can either put this in a positive bucket or a negative bucket because if we run into them um, come October, that's problematic. But I believe I again I've I don't know the exact stat, but either of them are impressive. The Rays are either the only AL team Garrett Cole hasn't beaten or they're the only MLB team Garrett Cole hasn't beaten. And there's like eight starts. There's a body of work. It's been pretty recent now. I mean, the Astros and the Rays linked up a few times. So, yeah, I mean, there's something going on there when G-Man Choi G-Man owns, owns you yeah. like you do. I mean, that's just got to be a weird, bad feeling for Garrett Cole. So, 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, again, it's still somewhat of a small sample size like this whole season. You know, uh, if you look at the stats outside of the Rays, he's pretty much still been Garrett Cole. But, uh, you know, the Rays are <laughs> the, one of the main teams. We, we do pay him a lot of money to go out and beat. Uh, again, we won't see them the rest of this year. Tune it up, uh, Cole. And, yeah, I mean, figure out if there is something that you're you're not thinking about or you might be slightly tipping or whatever. I don't I don't even I have the yellow flag with me. I'm not raising it yet. Weren't you there? Was that with someone else? Mm-hmm. You brought your yellow flag out already. We've done this. We've done this. Was it called? Do you remember BBD? I don't know. I don't think it was Call. You was it I Gla- brought a yellow was flag. Was it Glaber? You brought a yellow flag. I brought out. a yellow flag. But you didn't raise it yet. Yeah. I'm just it can't be called because you already yeah, you already have it. And it's not. So So this didn't make you put it up at all? No. This made you check to see if you still had it. Your hand on it? The realm of this season. Again, everything we're doing. Garrett Cole, he's shown signs of being careful. It's not like we're like, oh, let's go back to the drawing board. It's no. You gotta give up a couple less home runs. The Rays seemingly have his number, which again, you can put that in a good bucket or a bad bucket. Um, but yeah, he's, he's Garrett Cole Spin efficiency's still there Sharp stats, new episode coming out In a day or two But uh, yeah, uh, the yellow flag I mean, I, I feel like we're going to be saying this With a lot of Garrett Cole starts But I mean, the next one Is he starting against the Orioles? Like, dude I mean, that's when Is he? I'm trying to look If I gotta use the flag Yeah, because he started game one yeah, he started game one, so we're playing one, the Mets. two, yeah. three. Yeah, he'll do Saturday against the Orioles. And that's coming off of doubleheader, right? Mm-hmm. Are we doubleheading Friday? So the bullpen should be pretty wiped because it's always wiped because we have no off days. Garrett, you know, uh, it's it's going to be a big one coming up. I mean, people are probably going to say that a lot about you until you get hot. So, And you can. I, I mean, obviously, I don't think. I mean, I believe in Garrett Cole. It's very yeah. early. I think he's going to come around and be dominant. He's what are you doing with your yellow flag? I don't have it. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm just. I'm not at the beach. <laughs> I'm not at the beach either. Where do you have it? I'm out. Um, it's like a lake house. Oh, okay. But you don't really use the lake. It's kind of a for show lake. Gross. You take the canoe out sometimes, and Ew. people are like, "Oh, look at that." Yeah. Then you yeah. tip it over. No. Never. Can't swim. Uh, I can swim. He just needs to fix it. It's it's frustrating that he's – it's awesome that he's so honest with the media, but yeah. that was only part of that interview. The whole post game was like, I don't know. And yeah. he was talking about how poor pit, poor – like, you know, I throw that fastball. Ump calls it a ball. It's a 50-50 whether he calls it a ball or a strike, so I try to throw it in the same spot. It's a little bit off. And now, by and large, four balls in a row, and I walk the leadoff batter. Walk the leadoff batter a couple times, right? Uh, Put the lead up better on a couple to times. Get on there, he he let on. I guess that's the part that had me grab the yellow flag. I think this tied his record for most runners allowed on base hits and. It was a bad start. It was a really bad hits start. and so walks. Hopefully, he can fix it. Like going back to his Pirates days too. Quicker so. rather than later. Not exciting. See you later, race. Jake's theme of the episode. Nice. Anything else from this game? Any decisions or anything else we need to talk about? I mean, just quick, quick turkey math. The bottom. Four starters in the lineup were 0 for 13. Hicks uh, had a pinch hit hit. Hicks had a pinch hit hit. Beat the shift. Um, yeah. 
Sure did. And then uh, the top, so what, the top five, everyone had a hit in the top five. The bottom four go for 13. And you're not going to talk about Yahoo later on, are you? Uh, no. Okay. No. It was fun. It was fun. He was a strike thrower. If anyone's talking about Yahoo later, it's you. No, I can't waste an award on Miggy Yahoo. Ooh. But he was fun. Got rude. Well, he's not part of the team anymore, so. It's true. That's hadn't stopped you before. I'm giving awards to everyone. Okay. Ben Tulowitz, watch out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Detroit ground screw, watch out. Book it. Yahoo was fun. Three innings pitch, no hits, three walks. <laughs> no hits. Light throwing dancer stuff. Yeah. He's a pitcher. He gave a little fist pump, and I was like, all right, I like it. Yeah, that. he retweeted Talking Yank, so. He did? Yeah. What was the tweet? Start loving Miggy Yahoo. Follows me, so. What was the tweet? It was Miggy Yahoo striking somebody out, or his highlights. What's his Twitter? Is it Miggy Yahoo? I think M. Yahore31. Oh. Something like that. I'll follow him back. Follow there you him. go. Problem solved. Good job. Debut K. Love it. All right, let's go to game two. On your mark, get set, Jake, and burn, Jakey Burn. Trevor Keith Richards and the Rays try to keep their stones rolling on Tanaka Tuesday in the boogie down Bronx. Bottom one ago, DJ. Uh, that's my DJ. Lead off homer for the machine, and it's 1 0 early. Yo, DJ, bring that back. Two homer day for David John, making it long gone. 2 nothing Yanks. Barry Bonds, excuse me, Kevin Kiermeyer hits his second home run of the series into the second deck. What the F, David Blaine? Deuce is wild at the stadium. Yanks have been looking like a Little League team of late, but this time it pays off. Bond slash Kiermaier misses the dive, and the most happy fella, Gio Urshela, gets the Little League homer to make it 5-1. Slick Willie Adamas hits the homer, and in the ninth, a bit of a brouhaha as Araldis Chapman throws a spherical object at a human's head faster than most of you have been in an automobile, but the Yanks win 5-3 final. Yanks did win this game. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Was did it, you do it, the stone stuff? You yeah. wrote that. Oh, you, we were listening to a lot of stones, but you and in, you invited the listening stones party by asking Zach who he liked more, which probably stemmed because you wrote the break, the burn. You got it. I got it. Nice. You I was like, it. whoa, did he add that later? Singy song. What about Blaine? David Blaine? Not because he was in the balloons today? I, I worked it in. Um, yeah, the balloons thing was pretty wild today. If you guys didn't catch that, David Blaine floated into the sky with a bunch of balloons and then jumped off. I YouTube it, I guess. <laughs> it happened. Because <laughs> it's, it's a real thing. And then a sports writer, someone I followed, posted the David Blaine street magic video. It's one of the better YouTube. One of the it better. Wasn't, wasn't the person I thought would be a fan of that video. And I was like, huge. Yeah, I mean that's like one of the early. most early, best early YouTube videos ever. Early YouTube. The guy that is the waiter in Always Sunny is one of the guys that. Yeah. Uh, Mikey Day on SNL. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, Tanaka looked great. Um, they use lasagna over Otto. That's a decision that. Yeah. I half like and I half don't because I've right. been saying give Otto high leverage innings, give uh, give Laza high leverage innings, give Laza high leverage innings, and they do, but it's at the expense of Otto's confidence. Again, they use him later in the series, but 
I thought that was kind of weird. He gave up a solo shot. Other than that, uh, Laza looked all right. Um, Tanaka looked good. Yankees offense did stuff, which was cool. The inside the park homer, like, you know, so DJ goes solo, solo. They finally strung a couple hits together, and they finally strung single. Then Hicks lined out. It was a hard shot, but then single again, and then Geo double. Yes. Okay. Four batters in a row put the ball in play hard. Three of them were singles. Finally. That's like yeah. not Yankees baseball right now at all. So that was good. And then um, then the whole brouhaha. Do we do that now? Yeah, I think a couple things before the brouhaha. Again, the actually the top the top six in the lineup all had hits in this nine game. Nine hits all came from the top six. The yeah. bottom three, 0 for 9. Um, Tank was really good. This was kind of, you know, we almost... <laughs> Everything we were saying about Garrett Cole, we almost rolled into Tanaka. <laughs> like, hey, Cole, we need you to be good today. Okay, you weren't Tanaka. You go go do it, so he did. And then, yeah, the one thing I'm trying to look up is my, uh, my oh, my Adovino thing. So, Loizaga comes in, and it was Susugo, Adamas, Kiermeyer, and Margot for the race. Um. And I just want to see Adovino there because if you can't trust him against those guys, I mean, Susugo's hitting in the 100s on the year. Kiermaier's the other lefty there who Otto got tonight. Um, it just still doesn't feel comfortable, and I just don't see the path to make it feeling comfortable, you know? Yeah, they did it. But I like Laza there as well. Right, because after the trade deadline, we do feel like he has to be an impact reliever. So you kind of get it, but it's also like, yo. You know, so I don't know. Just constantly on auto watch this season. Zach Britton made his return. He looked really good. Yeah. He looked really good. Ground out, strike out, then a line out. And then Chapman comes in, does what he does. So we've talked about this a lot on a lot of our platforms, and I made the breakdown and everything. Yankees and Rays don't like each other. Fact. Yankees, uh, Rays have thrown up and in. Not, not trying to hit DJ, but just kind of careless with how they pitch to him and up and into strategy seven times. Boone said it on radio. We found all seven. We posted from Talking Yanks. Good job, our crew. Regularly, and there's especially one on the Monday night game that was too high. Which, again, as we, depending how high we dive into this, and sorry to our Talking Yanks fans if you if you don't follow us on Twitter or follow some of the other stuff we do. We have talked a lot about this today. Uh, Tanaka did hit Wendell on purpose. We're confident oh, saying that easy, because I I know hardest pitch he's thrown like in in the season yeah. in his last couple of years and two in a row, same spot. Tanaka has such good control and no other pitch, and he pitched great. And it was two outs in the first. Let me get this done so yeah. I can get the third out right afterwards. Like that's how that is. You know, it's bullshit old school baseball. But if you want to hit someone, like Cece says, that's how you do it. Right. Slow. Um, and you know the the Rays acknowledged like that was fair game. They were yeah. like, yeah, you know we have been pitching them in. We kind of expected that, and it was fair. And then the Chapman situation, and I'll you know Jom's fifth time hearing me say my elevator speech today. But do I think Chapman tried to hit him in the head? No. Do I think Chapman intended to pitch up and in, and either push him off the plate or with the chance of hitting him? Absolutely. And if you're going to do that, the rules are you can't miss high. And he missed high, and he missed right at his head. Right at his head. And this is Araldis Chapman, the guy who's 
literally has the fastest pitch thrown in MLB history. So, um, you know, I I was getting in the weeds with some of the some of the people on Twitter last night. I think it's a little miscommunication about people saying, you know, intent to throw at the head. No, he didn't aim for the head, but he did aim up and in, and there's one place you can't throw up and in, and it's at the head. So, um, I don't know. We we talked about that a lot of places. If if you want to talk about it more, tweet at us. He's been suspended before. I mean, Chapman came in. He threw up and into Wendell. He threw up and into Meadows. He threw up and in to... Brasso and the up and into Brasso got away from him a little bit. I, like I don't think he was like I'm gonna hit this fucker in the head. Correct. But I just think Chapman didn't need to do any of that. Right. Maybe one. Maybe one. Because you are the I'll, big dog. I'll allow one. You're the Chapman, big dog. Chapman you com- throw the hardest. Chapman comes in and he wants to be like He's the closer. Just a reminder. Yeah. This is what we don't like. <laughs> if you guys want to do this, if you guys want to dance, we'll dance. But the the Brasso one sucks, man. I thought yeah. Brasso handled it well, and then Kevin <laughs> Cash handled it awful. Yeah. And he just shouldn't have been in front of a mic. He was way too hot. Yeah. Threatens the whole Yankees by saying, you know, I got a, I got a whole stable full of guys that throw 98, period. Yeah. Um, said the Yankees were poorly coached, poorly run, poorly everything. So I think Cash came off terrible. Boone looks good. Boone's really good at, at like, yeah. speaking and being a respectable human in times when uh, other people run hot. Yeah. Like he's pretty composed. So Cash wasn't composed. He should have. Uh, uh, Kevin Cash should have been composed. So I'm kind of over it because I think the Rays with Brasso hitting two home runs in the next game kind of yeah. had their way with the Yanks. And I was hoping it would lead to some fire and some gumption and some inspired baseball, and it didn't for the Yankees. So now I think it's even a worse look. Um, and like hey, I said at the top of the show, I think if I was a third party fan, I'd just be like, Yankees look like. Losers. And if you want, I gave you a few positive spins. If you want one negative one, we do this for Yankee games. Yanks went Tanaka to Loisaga to Britton to Chapman. Rays went Trevor Richards to Ryan Thompson to Cody Reed. Had to click his name to find out who he is. Ryan, yeah, I said that in Ryan my, in Thompson my... was also a guest, but it was right. Bang. Yeah, I said that. Like, it was something we didn't face there. Oh, but Trevor Richards has been good for <laughs> that. you hit two home runs. <laughs> Yeah. God. I think Trevor Richards had been pitching well, though. He's solid. I think he's normally like the last guy no, in the like bullpen. He's got yeah, a 4 9 one Never mind. Take it back. Anyway, Yankees won. They pitched well. The bullpen came in, and then all the theatrics at the end, I thought could lead to fun stuff. And, hey, Kevin Kiermeyer doesn't play that Urshela ball. So weird. Maybe this game looks a lot different, too. I still think it was a hit. No yeah, what. I think it drops. It would have had to be a special play, which he's capable of, but um, <laughs> totally misplayed it. Clint's diving it. catch play. Clint made a Clint made a nice play. Clint caught the ball. The more I look at it, the more I'm like, why? Come on, dude. I'll say this. I think every other Yankee catches that ball. I don't think any other Yankee outfielder catches it in that manner. And if you... Think I'm just being a jerk. Go look at the picture and see if you've ever seen a guy dive head first and catch the ball over his head. The physics just don't add up. I'd like him to stop leaving his feet all the time. But he's catching every ball that comes his way. He hasn't been a liability, even close to bad. I think he's been a plus defender this season. 
And I like that. Yeah. I just think it's a dangerous course. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm giving him credit. It, it was a nice play. Like you said, I think, at, yes, every Yankees outfielder makes that play. But we also have to consider every other Yan- Yankees outfielder is generally regarded as a really good defender. I think it's a good like play. Judge, Talkman, Guardy. It's Hicks. an on-the-run catch. It's really good. Like, uh, besides Judge, the other guys are known as defenders first. So, Talkman makes the nice catch, or excuse me, Clint, and he's looked really solid this year, and good for him. BBD? A year ago, Clint doesn't catch that ball at all. No. So, I'll complain in a year about the manner in which he catches it. And also this. We know from our sources that last year... 100% the Yankees tried to trade Clint and no one would take him in an offer. And we know 100% teams inquired about Clint this year and Cashman was a hard no. Yeah. We're not moving him for anything. Because guess what? Everything we've said, he's grown up and he catches fly balls now. <laughs> Those are yeah. the two things they wanted from him. Yeah, a little more maturity and catch fly balls. And I forget if it was this game. I think it was, but they got his sprint speed. He was flying, and it was top 12% in baseball. Yeah. So he's fast. That's the thing, man. I mean, Clint can be five tools I want him it's to, right. I want him to stay the mask on all, on all next year, too. Mask Clint. I think it's like a so character. Focused, like he gets yeah. into a focused Bane. character. Want to go to game three? Surely, my dear. On your mark, get set. Burn. Burn. Jordan Montgomery versus the Salt Man. Charlie Morton and makes his return off the IL. And boy, would it be salty for Monty. Does not make it out of the first inning. Woof. Arazarena. And new friend Brasso hit two run homers in the first four nothing Rays becomes five nothing Rays as Brasso Brasso is still very mad about Chapman almost killing him yesterday. Two homer day for the future Red Sox. Clean like J Lo and Hustlers goes pole dancing. Did anyone see that movie? Five one Rays in the ninth. The Yanks, with either skill, luck, or baseball being a sixth sport, bring the tying run to the plate after a DJ 26 RBI single. But Voigt hits into the teeth of the shift. Yankees lose the series 2-1 and lose the game 5-2. Non-competitive at bat after non-competitive at bat. Some big complaints from this game for me, Jakey. Yeah, man. And again, the fact that they... He got a swing with the dude who's been the hottest for them to to try to tie it up. Is that almost makes it more disgusting for me because guys were just throwing away at bats. Quattaro, 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 something like that. The Rays' acting manager said that it was about Brasso's two home runs. It was emotional. A lot of us had tears in our eyes. A special moment he'll never forget. True. A lot of Yankees fans and even talking to Yankees count are giving him shit for that, but I'm a crier. Yeah. Pretty cool moment for him. Remember when uh, Romine almost got hit in the head and CeCe stuck up for him, and then they asked Romine about CeCe sticking up for him, and Romo almost Romine almost had tears in his eyes and was like, "That's that's my dog. Like that's yeah, it's my that's guy, my dude." It's not sh- I don't shame emotions. No, that's not what we do. 
awesome moment for Brasso. If they wanted to cry happy tears, I will never once in my life blame someone for crying happy tears or shame them for crying happy tears. I could see you doing it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna rule out never once in my life. Unless they're like nice. Happy tears are nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think you would definitely. I think I've got examples of you laughing at people for having happy tears. Uh, I can laugh at them, but not shame them. Okay, that's like fair. you laughing. You crying. laughing at someone could be taken as shaming them. Like you crying at Ice Age too. Right, is beautiful. You kind of shame me for that. Oh, it's beautiful, You're but it's hilarious. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's you know, he, we went and ate sushi one day. And I couldn't see the TV, but Jake could, and he was just crying. And I was like, <laughs> "What's going on?" And he was like, "I say I love this movie, man. Ice Age too." <laughs> Hadn't seen it. Yeah, it was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> and he hadn't seen it, but he was thinking about how much you liked Ice Age 1. That was your first like time seeing it? To hold my hand so I can... I, 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 I laugh, but I smile I thinking about it because it's a nice moment for you. I don't know what happens, but... Send just, me on my way. Just eating sushi. His, Jake's crying. I'm like, what are you, what's going on? Way. He's like, yeah it's, yeah, it's a good movie. Big time. <laughs> anyway, good for Brasso. Uh, I thought I thought it was pretty obvious he was going to homer off Monty there. Yeah, man. I mean, the part of the reason I love sports is because of stories like that. If this, if the script was flipped, I mean, the way we would be talking about what you know Hicks did. If Hicks had his two homer day after getting thrown at the night before, we'd be talking about how much of a big dick performance that was. So, yeah, man. I mean, the Rays. Uh, the Rays just shoved all year against us. I mean, they are a very good baseball team. They've got a ton of pitching injuries, a ton of pitching injuries. And they, um, I mean, they they beat up on us. Give them credit. Good. Don't, don't yeah. go into Rays chats and talk about 27 rings because that's, that's just a bad reflection of do, all of us. Don't do that anywhere. Spike said, I thought it was their ears. And the, the actual quote is, we had tears in our ears. Yeah. Is that a typo, or is that actually what he said? Never had tears in yours. So is he mocking the baseball to the ear? Like, what is that quote? I don't know. The fuck does that mean, man? Tears in our ears. Now we're already mocking the happy tears. Well, now I'm confused. What tear? Is that a shot fired? Just think about your ears and crying in them. <laughs> Maybe it brought. We could hear their tears in our ears. Anyway, we do have a conspiracy theory about yeah. the rays and their eye drops. Big time. Oh, my God. They're all using these eye drops. What the hell? Illegal. Yeah. Illegal. Illegal. Seagull. Illegal. Yeah? He said tears in our eyes. The reporter mistyped. Yeah. That makes a lot they of sense. That makes a lot of sense because tears in your ears isn't a thing. No, but it's kind of cool. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, right. What's that about? Tears in my ears, dude. Tears in my ears. All right. Anything else? Uh, They bring Otto in. He does well. Chad gets an inning. Nelson had to pick up a lot of slack. Ben Heller gets ejected, which was kind of weird because they didn't even warn anyone. Yeah. If if you're going to throw anyone out for getting hit with a fastball, you need to warn before the game. I'm not too concerned about it. No, I mean, it's just... It it was kind of almost a brand of good comedy because anyone that's interacted with Ben Heller is like, he's the nicest dude I've ever met. <laughs> um, and he's got a two-seam fastball that runs. So, like, I I honestly think if they, if they like, asked Hunter Renfro and was like, hey, man, is that, 
you know, I'll give you the option right here. Should I should I toss him? I think he'd be like, no, dude. Like, yeah. fastball ran in, hit me in the thigh. Did we talk about the suspensions at all? Chapman gets three games, which um, Chapman and Boone suspensions. There's precedent for right. Three games, and the manager always gets one when it's headhunting. That's just like how. I don't know if it's an official rule of giving out suspensions or just the precedent's been set, so that's how they always do it. I think it's in the unwritten territory, and I think the thing you have to say with that is, you know, it's there's some precedent to it, and you could still not like it, but that's why it's happening. Like, yeah, yeah. I could we could we could have told you it was coming that way. Cash gets one for the quote, which again, uh, he deserved a suspension because he just can't say that. When you actually think about it as a threat, I mean, it's not cool or, or really anything, but you do have to suspend him. And again, uh, you know, people are, people are matching him and Boone, and they're like, that's the same suspension? What? Like, Boone didn't do anything. And you're kind of right to think that way, but again, it goes back to the president. And president. do you really care? President. Do you really care if Kevin Cash is banned two games? No, not at all. I don't care if he's... All I care is that MLB is like, hey, you can't do that. That was bad. Yeah. And one game is good there. All right. That's the Burns. Moving on to awards. Jake, do you know who they're brought to you by today? Mm, I think so. How could you possibly know? Brought to you by DraftKings. I knew it. That's what you thought? Yeah. You should have said it because now no one knows what you truly thought. With, draft, with football right around the corner, there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app to celebrate the return of football. DraftKings is giving all users a no-brainer to start the season. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Well, for week one, DraftKings is ensuring that if Kansas City were to lose in historic fashion, you would still cash your bet. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. So even if Kansas City loses by 100 points, you will still win big with DraftKings Sportsbook. That's a no-brainer. On top of that amazing offer, DraftKings is giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. All you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, enter their survivor pool, and you'll instantly get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. Download the top-rated sport, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to take advantage of this no-brainer of an offer. That's promo code JOHNBOY to get in all the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The first award that we give out here on Talking Yanks is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yankees. Jake, do you go first? I believe it is me. I believe it is me. Are you okay with that? That's fine, because I gave Kratz pride last week. You're all right with that, then? Yes. Simeon Wee. Spike's helping you out with precedent. And Prez didn't. Yeah, I got to start helping you out with that, too. You struggle with that. I'm an expert at it. Precedent. No. Um, my pride of the Yankees is an easy one. I gave it to him a week ago, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. It's going to Masahiro Tanaka. Nice. Um, and I just, 
I need the third. I need the people to understand why. A wins the only game this series. Looks really good. Retaliates the right way. The Rays were happy with how he retaliated. <laughs> uh, you don't you don't often see that. More importantly, Jim, as we build up to what this postseason should be, and we need Garrett Cole to be Garrett Cole and seven game series, blah blah blah. Masiro Danaka, man. How much of a like is he currently the most reliable thing we if the playoffs start tomorrow, Masahiro Tanaka would be the most reliable thing we have, him and DJ LeMahieu. Yeah. Um and people again, like I haven't seen the Tanaka haters out in a while, so I'm not gonna give any of that speech. Um so good. I think the Yankee fans are growing a little bit, but hey, whether it's a three game set, whether it's a five, seven game set, Masahiro Tanaka, he uh He's a special dude, special ball player, and I mean, it's such an important cog to this team right now. Um, you know, if you if you start listing off the names, and yeah, we got to fix Cole, blah blah blah. I mean, Monty gets rocked tonight. Tanaka has been Tanaka. He had what one bad game? Yeah, I think Was it there's the Rays who got him too. I think, is there a mixed bad game? Usually is. Up on the year now, Tanaka's 26.2 innings with a 3.38 ERA. So that's pretty good. There's a four-inning pitch, two earned runs, but was that rain delay? Four-inning pitch, two. That was against Atlanta. 66 pitches. I think he was... Was he just building up slow? Yeah, maybe. I think, I think so. And hey, maybe that's of note. He threw 88 pitches. Everyone was pretty mad that he was feeling fatigued after 66 pitches. 88, clearly his high number on the season. Before that, it was 71. So Tank has been building up. Um, I think it might have been rain delay got him. He throws 88. Really good innings against a really good team. Um, (laughs) I mean, as of right now, if we were to run into Tampa, (laughs) I think Tanaka would be the guy we'd want with the ball in his hands. So that's pretty insane. Like factoring in Garrett Cole. So, um, yeah, I'm giving it to Tank. Special dude, handsome, all of it. He's good. Don't uh, don't over, don't overlook Tank. He's good, and we like him. He's good, and we like him. All right, cool. Very well. Cool. You mentioned my pride of the Yankees, and I think it's uh, the only other choice really. It's DJ LeMahieu. Yeah. Two home runs in Game Two, the only game we won. Lead off home run, get us off on the right foot right away. Five hits in the series uh, for 357 average, three RBIs. Did he have a hit every game? I believe so. I mean, he's yes. he's, he's crazy, man. 402 batting average, or did it drop today? Might have dropped today to three. It did, one for five. It's down to 392. Ah, oh, shit, 392. I think he's still the AL leader by a good yeah. amount. Orioles coming up. Got a hit in his last at bat. So, guess how many hitless games DJ LeMayu has? He's played 24 games. Guess how many he's gone without a hit? Hitless games. DJ LeMayu, 24. Three? On the nose. Nice. Three hitless games, dude. It's a monster. And one of them was, one of them was only six innings long, and one of them was only seven innings long. So if they were full-length games, he would have got them. He only has one nine-inning game without a hit. 
It's crazy. He's they nuts. uh they posted during one of the games his like players new to the Yankees and their batting average in the first two years. And it's like Ruth, um, you know, insert another historical name, DJ LeMayhew and Paul O'Neill. And it's like, ah, that's why the city fell in love with those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, do you know that he really only, he doesn't have a lot of extra base hits. How many doubles? Have you, are you looking at it? I'm not looking at it. Um, God, I mean, he was so slappy, and he's, he got a couple doubles in the corner, but not a ton. And then he's got the two home runs, which I think – was that four home runs on the season now? Four home runs so on the season. I'll go, I'll go four home runs and four doubles? One double. Really? Did he get a double today? What was his hit today? Single? He has a triple, right? Two triples. Ah, there it is. Isn't that one double? Do you have more triples than doubles? Would you look at this? And more home runs than doubles, which that's kind of normal. It's a weird season. Yeah. It's weird. Easy pride of the Yankees. Yeah. He's really a throwback. Had a really nice diving catch today. That was cool. That was cool. I didn't see that. I was in. Uh, I was making ah. the. Uh, I, saw, I heard all you guys cheer about it. I'm sure it got posted. I can check it out. Nice. I'll go watch it. Really good. <laughs> a lot of options for you here, Jake. God. You Yankee motherfucker. Who you got? Mm. Man. Um. God, there are a lot of options, aren't there, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. You know what? I think I'm going to take this dude. Uh, because, again, there's a lot of people that could get it. I don't think you're going to give it to this guy. I do think he does deserve it. I'm giving it to Monty. Okay. He didn't make it out of the first. Um. There's a lot of hitters that struggled this series that very easily could have got it. You kind of heard it throughout the day, Jim. I got excited for this game. I thought it was going to be playoff baseball. I thought we were going to be at each other's necks. Teams using good bullpens. And uh, he didn't have it. And, you know, there's that kind of rule of being a starting pitcher. It's it's what made guys like Coney and David Wells and Andy Pettit so endearing is – there's going to be days when you don't have your good stuff, and those are the days you really got to pitch and find a way. Um, and, dude, we don't have – I think we have one off day in September. So when we have to yeah, burn a full bullpen like that, you know, coming into another Hap start, which, hey, come on, Hap train. We're on the tracks. Uh, doubleheader Friday. Like, you, you – luckily the bullpen did pretty well today. If they didn't, I mean, you know – that can set you back for the Orioles series, which we can't af- we can't afford, but we also can't afford in a way. So, um, Monty, you know you've you've been really sharp, except for one start coming into this. Have this be your two bad starts of the season. Bounce back, I believe you should. But you know, Jim, again, when if we do start talking about playoff stuff, you know, we kind of had Monty penciled into the three hole and. You know, he's got to work for that now. I, yeah, he's got to get back in there. Like, it's, it packs, it's open. J-Hap drops dick against the Mets tomorrow. I do think it's open. That's such a bad start that I think it's open. 
You know, I think get Cole and Tanaka have theirs locked up, even if they have a start like that. Davey. Davey, <laughs> Hap, yeah. if Paxton can come back, plus Davey, like, yeah, I don't know. Fucking Clark. <laughs> Clark Schmidt. Do we all have to shut up? Uh, Do we all have to just accept he's not coming up? Or if he is, he's not part of the playoff plan. Like, they're not going to come up and build him. I think we all have to just accept that that's not happening. Get me through this weekend. Doubleheader. If he doesn't get called up this weekend, we cannot talk about it. We we cannot ask or talk about Clark. I think that's fair. Get me through the weekend. I'm not ready to. He hasn't pitched in double A yet, right? Clark Schmidt. I think think it was like three games last year at double A. I mean. In a normal year, he would have gotten a triple-A by now. Cashman is likes his pitchers going through the, all the levels. And he can't pitch in triple-A this year, so I understand that's really hard. Yeah. But, like, you know, Davey had a couple games in triple-A. He's made three starts in double-A. Other than that, that's the high, as high as he's gone. They were good. They were good. And he's a college pitcher. Yeah. And that's kind of double-A I mean, you level. know, a couple of weeks ago we would have said Clark's, <laughs> you know, ahead of Davey. So. I'm just trying to rationalize yeah. the fact that we I We get don't... through the weekend. Through the weekend. Okay. We get through the weekend, and then there's, an like, an injury asterisk for later on. Okay. But Well, well if we get through the weekend, injury asterisk still doesn't have him part of, like, I thought they were going to bring him up and try to put him on a path to be part of the playoffs. I don't think that's the plan anymore. Well, I'll give him through this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Doubleheader. Well, what's what's the d- d- doubleheader plan right now? Hap tomorrow. Hap tomorrow. And then it, I mean, it was Davey and Lasagna for the last doubleheader? Davey, bullpen day in theory. Hap start probably could be a factor. Yeah. Because I think they've rested King, who would be this, who would follow Hap if Hap struggles. And was if, King if, if Hat pitches well, then it's King. It was King and Davy last yeah. doubleheader, so it'd be King and Davy again. Yeah. We'll see if they have to pitch King tomorrow. Like how they? Yeah. Right. Interesting. All right. I think uh, the bullpen's rested enough that as long as Hap can give them even four or five, you can get through. But. Yeah. All yeah, right. I think this is the last weekend to have your fingers crossed for Clark. So. My Yankee MFR. Your Yankee MFR, Jim. I was between three guys, and how I'm narrowing this down is your dream. One guy got less at bats than the others, and then between the other two, just seeing who got MFR more recent than last. Mm-hmm. And Talkman got MFR from me last week, so he's not going to get it twice in a row. So I'm going to give it to Gary Sanchez. Yeah. I mean, just awful. He had one hit that to the track, like a loud out, yeah, which is better than Talkman did, but just awful. Gone at Camden this weekend, hopefully. Yeah, we're going to play the Camden Orioles, and we're all going to feel good about ourselves. That's the thing. We beat the we beat the Red Sox. We feel good about ourselves. The Rays beat us. We beat the Mets. We feel good about it. Well, not even really, but you know, yeah. the Rays beat us. So we can't have the crushing Rays until the postseason now, so hopefully we just roll and feel good. But, yeah, man. I mean, Gary looks... Like, it's... Setting 130. Well, I mean, and it's worse than that. If you hit every ball as a home run and you hit 130, it's still not good. Yeah, I mean, no, it's it's hard. (laughs) All those positive numbers are still there. Hard hit rate, exit velocity, barrel. So, like, when he hits balls, he's hitting them. But, like, 
His expected WOBA, his K percentage, slugging percentage. I mean, it's they are atrocious. He does keep dragging us on. He had the hit in the ninth tonight that makes us even be a little nicer. He gets the MFR. It's brutal, man. It's brutal, man. Orioles wake us up. He's been so bad. And they kept the three catchers. Yeah. Kept Kratz. Which I like. Good move. We said he's Cameron Maven territory. You have to keep this dude around for the team. Yeah. I mean, it for at least the next Davies start. Yeah. Hey, let's do this right now. Okay. We were trying to figure out if Glaber comes back Friday, right. they said. Knock on wood. Sometime this week. The weekend. What's... And, yeah, someone's in the chat said he's around the Mendoza line since 2018. Yeah. If Well, the first half of 2019, he was really good. But if you do second half last year oh, yeah. into here, it's a long stretch of Gary being really bad. bad. Really bad. Really bad. So, brutal. What's your Glaber question? I want to do an ideal lineup when Glaber's back, just so we can oh. try and spin a little bit. Because I think Glaber replacing Wade, I mean, Glaber was really struggling, though. If Glaber replaces Wade and plays 75% of what he can do, yeah. that's a vast improvement. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, Clint's looks solid. Hicks, they still like in the top of the order, so you probably don't mess with that. I mean, you've got Glaber. I don't Glaber care about lineup, just like top nine out there. Oh, top nine out there. Well, like Wade's out of the lineup and Glaber's in. Wade's out, Glaber's in. I think you go Clinton right, Hicks in center, Gardner, or... It's bad, man. It's still hard to do a, a good lineup. Yeah, you're still one short, and that's... um. I, I don't know when I'll talk about it, but I'm having some Andujar feelings like I do. Um, But yeah, I mean, you can throw Glaber in, and, you know, in theory... Yeah, I mean, you're still... You're still two bats short. Yeah, because I was going to say... But that's better than three bats short. Yeah, it's one better. Because I was going to say, you wrote Gardner and Talkman, split them in left, DH Gary, and put Kratz in. I mean, he kind of can. And that might be a better starting nine. I don't dislike Kratz and Higgies at bats. Um, this, this might as well be my spot for it. I uh, Regular old award? No, no, no. I'm just I I've got a quick Anduhar thing. I think uh the service time has reset. I'm ninety ninety nine percent on that. BBD with a, a confident head nod on that. Um you're gonna call up Glaber for Tyro, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean that's your infield. Wade moves to the bench. Yeah. Um And they've I, been starting Wade over Tyro. So they're kinda Yeah, they kinda and Tyro wasn't hitting at all, so neither is Wade. So, um, uh, I don't know. Mike Ford has two options. I don't think the Yanks will do it. He drew a nice walk tonight. Six pitches, didn't swing. Um, man, I'm – but – okay, easy, I'd Jake. keep Tyro over Ford. Easy, Jake. Um, I, would, I would send down Tyro for Glaber. Done. I would call up Andujar for Ford. Just to have a righty bat. To have the righty bat. And, Jim, the DH spot can be open. Clint's catching fly balls. Let Talkman and Gardy figure it out. 
If one of you wants to get hot, cool. You'll play. We need one of you playing defense anyways. The DH spot can be open. Get Give Miguel Andujar bats. I'm not saying it works, but why not? Talkman is in a nasty slide. Guardy is in a nasty slide. Miguel Andujar, <laughs> rewind talking Yanks, what was it, 2017, 2018? 2018? 2018. You know, there was days when we talked about him being the most valuable player on the Yankees. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. If the DH spot's going to be open till at least Stanton comes back, why not? Yeah, and, and, and someone in the have... ch- Carly in the patron chat says they might want to keep Ford in to get Luke off his feet, which is a really good thought. But once Glaber's back, DJ can slide to first. Wade can go to go to second or short. D, uh, you know, and, yeah. and you, you can replace. You can get Voight some innings off without Ford. I, I and they also haven't been doing that. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Just yeah. and I, I would be fine with it. I, I don't expect results. Sanduhars look right. awful, and his numbers are awful, but yeah. you have the numbers. He hasn't gotten a, a full game. Like, he hasn't gotten back-to-back games with four at-bats since... Back-to-back days with full at-bats one time since May of last year. He hasn't done it. So, so. I, I hear what you're saying, and I don't care. Shake something up, but you'd have to actually commit to giving Anduhar a week of at-bats at the DH spot and see if you get anything. Eh, you know, toying with him a lot. Yeah. But then you then you put Gardner slash Talkman in left field, rotate him. Don't yep. care. Hicks in center, Clinton right, Geo, Glaber, DJ, Voigt, Gary, and slash Kratz slash Higgy, and then you DH Anduhar for a day straight, for a week straight. For the weekend. And if if that doesn't do it, hopefully there's good news on Stanton coming back. But you know, in theory, Andujar still has a future with the Yankees. He still has a future as a good MLB hitter. Like, there's a world where that still exists. Uh, we haven't seen it, and I know he has been very bad. But also tonight, when the Rays bring out sidewinding Aaron Loop, and he has to pitch to Talkman, Guardian, Wade? What are we doing? There's no counter. We're scared to bring in Otto against the lefties on the bench for Tampa, but they can bring in Aaron Loop, and we've got nothing. No counter. Get out there, Kratz. You could have pinch hit Kratz for someone. I would have liked it, obviously. But, and I know Andujar hasn't been great in that role. He also missed two homers that would have been homers elsewhere. Again, you can't fully play that game. But again, like if Miguel Andujar came up for the weekend, had f- had four good games, you know, he could he could have a role on this team going forward. And if not... I don't know. I mean, you've basically given up on Andujar because you're not penciling him in for anything next year. Do you want to call this the call-up Andujar award? I guess so, yeah. I'm I'm fine with giving that. It goes to Talkman Gardy Ford. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go to Andujar. That's my first award. doesn't go to Andujar. No. Okay. No. No. Andujar hasn't earned it. <laughs> the other guys have. <laughs> That's a good point. And supposedly Andujar can play first base too if we want to really do that dance. I mean, I'd be horrified to see it, but. I think it suits him the best. So let's do it. Just don't ever throw the ball. Like a Jason Giambi first base. A weekend in Baltimore with Miguel Andujar. I'm for it, man. Do it. I'm for it. All right. Who's your first award? (laughs) Awards. My first award yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, okay. Thank you. Oh, award. this is good. 
Landis Morissette. No. Bad read by me. Jesus. The first. Still spitting. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the. Ooh. Um, Dallas. Two episodes ago, this guy got the Don't You Go Dying on Me award, and he showed signs of life. He did not die on me, and I want to thank him for that. Okay. The only other player this series with five hits, he, uh, so it goes to Gio Urshela, if you don't know. He had five hits and 12 at-bats. He had a 417 average. Oh, just the left nostril that time. He had a 417 average. Um, he had the Little League home run. He almost had another home run, made, making plays at third. He's back, baby. Yeah, man. It was a little scary, you know? Maybe the bone spur really was uh, hurting him in that in that off stretch, but he does that. Scares you for a tiny bit. What was it? It was uh, over a seven, over a six-game starting stretch, he only had three hits over six games. And it was like, don't you go dying on us, Gio. Comes back from the injury uh, versus the Mets, gets a hit in a game that he was a defensive replacement or a pinch hitter. And then he has the home run against the Rays. And then he has the double and two RBIs against the Rays. And then today he had a hit as well. I think. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not worried again. Yeah. So DJ, Voigt, Geo, Clint. Two hits today? So there you go. He, he's got We got four guys that I like. And Geo put himself back into the category. So thank you for not dying on me. Yeah, man. And again, you know, you start doing the Yankee world, you you slide in Glaber or Judge or Stanton and you slide Geo down in the lineup another spot and you're like, "Whoa." And yeah, dude, when when I was looking at the pride of the Yankee stats just as stats, it's like, "Oh, damn." Like Geo actually had a <laughs> had a vote there almost. Um almost makes another crazy play at third today. They had someone quick running. But uh yeah, I mean, he's locked down at third base and his bat Again, if if you want to mix it up with some Gio Urshela stats, he's been good, dude. He's he's been really good. Still, his story is kind of unreal. What's your that he's become our? Yeah, it's crazy. It's our lockdown third baseman. My final award. My final, final, final. Award. We're going to call this Jakey's final award. This is going to be my final award for this episode. Oh, yeah, for this episode only. Is this your final award? This is going to be my last award for today. God, man. It's got to be positive, right? It's got to be positive. Sure. Mine's not positive nor negative. Ooh, Okay. Do you want to go, dude? I'm at, I'm at like a bad spot. You don't like anything? I want to do something positive, and I don't really have it. Okay, I'll give the Swingman Award. Okay. Swingman. Who do you think this is going to? Uh, BBD? Guardy? Eliza no. Guy. No. Oh for two. Okay. A bunch of dumb idiots. Aaron Hicks. I thought about... Yeah. Aaron Hicks fully changed his approach. Yeah. Like, we had Katie Sharp on the show, and 
she gave us the numbers that Hicks swings the least. Yeah. And this year, he's specifically swinging less than average. Yeah. He always swings below average. He swings even less. In this series, on Monday, he only saw one pitch. He swung at it. Yeah. On Tuesday, he swung out of, at six of the seven pitches he saw. Okay? And today, in his first at-bat... Today? Today, in his first at-bat, he did walk. And he's, but he, the only strike he saw was a swinging strike. Mm. And then he walked on four straight, on four balls. In his second at bat, every strike that he saw was a swinging strike. In his third at bat, every strike he saw, he swung at. Yeah. And in his fourth at bat, ball, ball, line out, every strike he saw, he swung at. I mean, he didn't take a strike today. Yeah. How nuts is that? No, he took one. He took one. Okay, one. One. I mean, that's a completely different approach. We're at seven of eight, and then whatever I just said today, I don't have the math on it, but he's, I don't, he didn't really get results, though. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like, and, what happened? And honestly, he was who I was hung up with because the stats still aren't there. So I was going to do something just like, oh, Hicksy, you know, we're still waiting for you to get going. At the same time, his approach has felt a lot better than everyone else's. And it's because he's swinging at strikes, which a lot Beat of guys are watching a lot of strikes go by, which has been frustrating. I mean, I don't know how to do that in the ward. Yeah. But I guess if you want to give it to the whole team, I'll do it right now. No. The whole team watches yes. strikes. They have this 30, is... like, they had 30 strikes looking in this game, and Hicks had one of them? Yeah. That's bizarre. If you told me that, I would have told you Hicks had seven. <laughs> yeah. Gardner, uh, Wade. Gary takes Yeah, Gary. They just take these, ni- like, 93, right? Talkman. And Talkman's swinging at him and can't hit him, and that's scary. There's just 30 strikes looking in this game. Hicks only had one. So it's an award for a Hicks, and... I don't know. I don't have a take on it. I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah. He changed his approach, and I don't know if it's going to last or what it's about, but it seems pretty cognitive for a guy that always takes strikes and doesn't swing to only have one strike looking the whole series, basically. Yeah. In a three-game set. I have no idea. Um, But everyone else, like, stop watching strikes go by. Yeah. Put a swing on him. Put a swing on him, kids. Good award, Jim. I was hoping you would lead that into your pitch-taking speech. Um, My final award is the... uh, A classic, Jake. It's the 8th Grade Girl Award. 8th Grade Girl. 8th Grade Girl Award. Taller than everyone else. Sure. Maybe a little more confident, but quirky. Ooh. Uh, or are you talking about like a horse girl? Oh no. Okay. What kind of eighth grade girl are you talking about? You didn't guess. Emotional Clint Frazier. It's going to Clint. <laughs> going to Clint. <laughs> Is it because of emotional? Stuff? It's for none of that. Okay. Um, sorry for all the eighth grade <laughs> listeners out there. Jimmy didn't mean any of that. I didn't say anything mean. 
to an eighth grader, they think that's mean, and then they grow up, and you find out it's not. Oh, but well, I don't when know you're how many eighth grade, eighth grade girl listeners we have. We have a ton. I don't know if that's our demo. Go check out BBD's following. <laughs> if you're an eighth grade girl listening to talking, <laughs> get Jim, out of here. Couple things on Clint. He's been catching the fly balls. We did that. Not going back there. Keep catching fly balls. That's all we ask. Jimmy's been hitting. Um, he's been hitting. He is hitting 294 with a 1.0 OPS. Uh, we've been talking about the lineup. Imagine if Clint wasn't hitting. And when I was talking about eighth grade girls, I was talking about stuff in the stats. Sometimes they stuff their shirts. Seems according rude. to BBD. Oh, okay. According yeah, yeah. to BBD. Walks in every morning with a fistful of toilet paper and just says, found some more. <laughs> <laughs> David. <laughs> that one got David. Good. Clint is now on a four-game hitting streak. And where are we heading? We're heading to the – we're playing one game against the Mets, and then we're going to Camden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint's numbers already look really good. I think Clint looks right. He's been taking these, like, spit walks. He was in control today. It was awesome When Clint's in control of at-bats, it's very cool because he trusts his bat speed, and he basically tells the the pitcher, there's not really something you can do. I'm going to hit your fastball. If you want to throw other stuff, I'll fuck around with that for a little if you want, but I'm going to hit the fastball. There's nothing you can get past me right now except maybe a good slider away, which I think one did later, but... A game versus the Mets and then playing the Orioles, man. And everything you said about what we heard at the deadline about Brian Cashman very much valuing Clint Frazier now. Uh, come Monday's podcast, Clint, uh, Clint's stat sheet could look really nice. It already another, does. Another three-run homer weekend. Do it. Clint, we know you're listening. Good job, man. You've grown. That at-bat where he commanded the strike zone was really cool. It's cool. Spin whatever you want. I'll just foul it off. I do think, Clint, keep the mask on. Next season, season after that, it's badass. Let that face show, Clint. Don't listen to him. I think he likes it, man. Do you know if the Yankees came back and win this, Jake was going to shave his head into a mullet and I was going to get a mustache? Yeah. There's a chance. I won't tell you what BBD was going to do. Next time. Sexualized him enough. Housekeeping. Um, If something crazy happens in the Mets game, we'll talk about it. Sharp Stats is coming out tomorrow. Um, Maybe if something crazy happens in the Mets game, we'll we'll figure out what we're going to do. Otherwise, we'll probably just lump it in to the Orioles series and we'll say, oh, my God, remember that Mets game? That feels a year ago. There's an ejection, a walk-off, a crazy comeback, a... A bizarre decision. We're so dumb. What? Let's just do it now. Oh, Hap shoved again. Yeah. Right now, Hap is our third starter in the playoffs. He looks good. In his past 10 starts, Hap has a 2-5 ERA. He's been lights out. Yeah. And, oh, my, how bad are the Mets? Yeah, almost as bad as... It's good as... seeing Todd Frazier. It's good seeing Todd Frazier. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talkman's got to get better. What was the score again? 5-3. Oh, it's 5-3? Yeah. Mets. Stop. <laughs> Seven five Yanks. Um, yeah, so you might hear from us. We appreciate you guys. Anything else? Appreciate you. Yeah. Sharp Stats comes out Friday. And also, if we need, like Jake said, if we need to, we'll do like a 20 minute 
recap. Otherwise, it's getting thrown onto the Baltimore series. It'll be another five-game recap. Do we miss anyone? I don't know. Gardner. Nick, Nick Nelson. Nick Nelson, I wanted to give an his award to. His good looks like, good. His bad looks like, bad. What's going on? Because he put a lot of guys on base, yeah. but his end line is fine. Uh, I didn't know how to address Nick Nelson. Are you part of this plan in the future? I don't know. Otto got an inning. He looked good. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Cool. Kill. Good stuff. All right. Love you guys. See you later. Bye. Uh, goodbye. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Give me that bald battery. Go oh, Yankees. Half to crash.